Hey there. Hope you are having an amazing day or night, depending on where you are in the world and what time you're listening. Today, we are going to be talking about what to do when you disagree with your boss. So, stay with me. You are listening to the Career Talk Learn, Grow, Thrive podcast, where we talk about all things career-related. I tell you how it is, and we get right to the point. I am your host, Stephanie Dennis. My background is in HR, which is what I have my master's degree in. And this is a good time to mention this podcast does contain adult language. All right, jumping in. Disagreements aren't always a bad thing. Let's be honest. Um, Oftentimes, disagreements can help us really innovate and grow and make shit better. But like everything, sometimes egos can get in the way and make disagreements tricky. So let's talk about some things to keep in mind if we're disagreeing with your boss. Number one, is this topic a deal breaker or a game changer? If yes, it might be a good time to move on. Um, For example, let's say you are really focused on uh, making sure that you are hiring really inclusive teams, like you really value diversity, equity, inclusion, belonging, and the company or the boss that you're working for doesn't find diversity valuable or doesn't see the benefits of having a diverse team. That might be, and everybody's different, but it might be a deal breaker for you. And oftentimes it's harder to make change on the things that are really important to you or that you're passionate about if a leader is completely shut down to the idea. If the topic isn't a deal breaker or game changer. Let's just pause and take a breath. I know sometimes disagreements can get people kind of riled up. Um, so just take a deep breath. Number two, context is key. So you may have an idea or a reason you did something or a certain way of going about a problem, but if you haven't shared the context around that, it might be hard for someone else to understand your viewpoint. I know oftentimes, like, especially working on projects, right? It's like, hey, we started working on this project and here's the things we've done. Let us know your thoughts, right? And then people are like, oh yeah, well, I think this is great, except maybe change this or I'm not clear why we did it that way. And you're like, oh gosh, thanks for so much for asking. Here's why we did it that way. Here's the factors that played into that decision. That, and I always like throw out, you know, that said, I'm not married to it, or that said, if we feel strongly, we definitely can look at changing it. But oftentimes, simply just explaining why you're doing things the way you're doing, and then the factors that you considered in order to get to the decision that you made, usually is enough for people to be like, okay, that makes sense. But we also have to be humble enough to know maybe it doesn't make sense, and maybe we do need to make some changes, and that's okay. Number three, ask questions. Ask all the questions. So many questions that you feel like you're just being annoying because the more questions you ask, the more context you get, the more clarity you get, the better understanding you get, and the more information and more feedback that you have, the more likely you are to be able to come to common ground during your disagreement. Number four, talk it out. Sometimes you just got to sit down in a room on the phone over a Zoom. Be like, all right, let's get into it. You know, like elephant in the room. Let's go. (laughs) Game on. Not in like a combative way. Not the game on is not in like, oh, let's go at it. But truly, like, let's just have a conversation. Oftentimes, even in like social circles, right? Like you have a bad first impression with someone and there might be a misunderstanding or you said something and meant it one way and someone took it another way. But then maybe you have a couple of drinks and you're like, hey, remember when we first met? And then you're like, oh my gosh, I just am so sorry I was talking about this or whatever, you know, and it's just like sometimes silly things can be blown out of proportion. So talk it out. Number five, make sure you find an appropriate time and place to have a conversation. If you are in 
let's say a huge team meeting with 50 people and you disagree with something someone says and you're like, hey, you know, I can appreciate that point. Here's some more things to think about. I would recommend doing it this way. It's great to share your input and your thoughts and your feedback because oftentimes that's what people are looking for in those types of meetings, right? There's also like times where we definitely need to have a one-on-one conversation. Like let's say you find out one of your colleagues is making more money than you and you want to propose to your boss a, you know, fair, equitable comp plan. Probably not the best to do that in a huge group because it's going to come across as you trying to, it's it's not going to come across the way you want it. Number six, try and stay positive. I know the nature of a disagreement isn't always a positive tone, but it is really important to stay positive and keep a positive mindset um, and keep the tone a positive one. The last thing we want to do is start getting really negative and combative and argumentative. Even if there's a disagreement, keep it professional. Number seven, make a pros cons list. You know, if you listen to this podcast, you already know I love me lists, right? I love a good list. And sometimes we really do need to exercise our critical thinking skills and make a pros cons list for both sides, right? Like let's say you believe one approach is a good, the best way and your boss agrees another approach is the best way. Sit down, think about it from their perspective, make that pros cons list. Even before you have a conversation, sometimes that's helpful because then you can put yourself in their shoes and how they're about to see things and talk to each different point, right? Number eight, ask them how they would do things different. Oftentimes, if we're getting feedback of, hey, we need to find a different way to do that, that's not going to work because the system doesn't allow us to or this, that, and the other, right? But like, awesome. Can you please share like what you would do? How how would you make things better? What would be your first step in order to move forward and make progress? Your boss should be, not always, but should be someone who is there to coach you and mentor you and offer you guidance. So you should definitely feel comfortable asking them what they would do differently. Number nine, accept that it might not turn out your way. We can voice our opinions. We can ask questions. We can get context. We can gain clarity. We can write a pros cons list. We can advocate for our idea. And yet still sometimes we're going to have to take the L and that's okay because part of working on a team and for someone else is we're not the final decision makers and we as a team member factor in other people's opinions but still need to understand sometimes there are ultimately better decisions or maybe your boss is going to make a bad wrong decision and you still have to accept that too. (laughs) I know that sucks but that happens. Number 10, ask yourself, what is the goal? Oftentimes when we look at goals, visions, missions, what are we trying to accomplish, right? Disagreements can work themselves out relatively quickly because we're reminded, what are we working towards? And when we remind ourselves of the goal, it's easier to step back and say, actually, maybe my idea isn't the best way or maybe so-and-so's idea is the better way. Number 11, be kind and be humble. Uh, No one's perfect. Everybody is human. right? Those two things should be enough, but uh, we need to lead our conversations with kindness and humility. Otherwise, if we're shut down and we're being mean and we don't approach a conversation with humility, we're going to shut other people down and we don't want that. Number 12, see if you should collaborate with others. Maybe there's someone else on the team that you should talk to or collaborate with, or maybe in the broader organization that could provide their input and really help move things forward. 
Number 13, let them know that you understand their feedback and their input. Oftentimes, we just need to be acknowledged. Like, hey, I totally understand that point. I still think this is a better way. Here's why. But I understand your viewpoint offers this, that, and the other thing, right? So making sure, not just saying, yeah, I understand, but (laughs) sharing with them how you understand and how you see their perspective. Number 14, be honest and authentic. This is, authenticity is probably as I get more and more experience in my career and just living life is becoming so much more important than I probably ever would have put active thought into when I was a teenager. But um, authentic, you know, be real, be who you are. Obviously, we need to be respectful, but honesty and authenticity goes a long way. Number 15, offer historical examples of successes. So if you have done this particular thing three, four times in the past and you've had really great success doing it the way that you're proposing, share that. Um, Sometimes people don't know we've already done the things we've done, right? Or maybe you just have examples or maybe a portfolio or something like that. Number 16, is there something you're seeing that they aren't? Um, Maybe there's like a potential risk that you know of that maybe your boss doesn't or like an adverse impact, right? You were hired because you have expertise in a particular area. So maybe there is this cool, I don't know, maybe you want to send out a survey to your company and you want to ask about, actually, this is a real example. We did this not too long ago. So we created a survey to send out to the entire company. And if you guys think back to like filling out job applications, right? One of the questions is around the ADA, America, Americans Disability Act. And so usually what happens is the companies will list out like, here's like the, all of these different types of disabilities. And it'll say, do you have a disability? Yes, no, I don't want to answer more or less in summary. Um, Phrase better, but you know, you get it. <laughs> And in this example, what I did was created that list as a checklist so people could check off what sort of um, disabilities that they identified with having. What I didn't know is you can't ask people to identify specific health information, but you can say, here's a, poten- here's a list of potential disabilities. Do you have them? Yes, no, I don't want to answer. So instead of saying, tell me which ones or check the box or boxes. It was, I. we had to change the way that that's structured because it, had we asked it the way I wanted to ask it, we would have been at legal risk. So the expertise of my boss at the time, who knows more about HR law, was like, this is great, but we need to change this. Here's why. So flip that around. You could have some level of expertise, right? That maybe your boss doesn't. Oftentimes when companies are starting to work with the federal government, they don't always understand the true parameters and guidelines coming along with OFCCP, right? Which is a expertise that not everybody has if you've never hired within a government supporting company. Number 17, think about how their brains work and operate and their personality and what they need and how they need information presented to them. This is important because if you're working with someone who's super analytical and they're a spreadsheet numbers data person and you're trying to tell them stories, you've lost them, (laughs) right? So you need to meet that person where they are. Number 18, focus on the goal and the initiatives and be really flexible with the path to get there, right? So you're at point A, we need to get to point B, but the path to get there, that journey, that can change. It's going to ebb and flow. It may not be one straight shot there. So have alignment on where you are now, where you need to go, and then be open to feedback on how you get there. 
Number 19, let your passion show. Don't be stubborn, but but let your passion show. Let your inner fire for something that excites you show through. Um, when we're passionate about something, people are more often more willing to work with us and help come to common ground. And number 20, make sure you're disagreeing for the right reasons. You're not disagreeing because you just want to start an argument or you don't like your boss or you want to prove them wrong, but you're disagreeing because you truly believe that your input or your thought or your strategy really is the best for the company and the project. Number 21, ask yourself if you can trust them. Sometimes we can't always trust the boss that we report to, and it makes having conversations like this a lot harder. So if you feel like trust is lacking, maybe evaluate how much you want to disagree. And I don't say always do everything they say. That's not what I'm trying to get at. But if there's a general lack of trust, that might it might just come down to that's probably not the right manager for you, right? Number 22, ask yourself, should it be a group conversation or a one-on-one conversation? Getting this part right is pretty important. And oftentimes, if you're not sure, ask your boss or your manager or whoever we're disagreeing with and say, hey, you know, here's my thoughts. I'd love to talk about this more. Could it be valuable to get everyone else's input as well? And number 23, be respectful. At the end of the day, everybody's human. We work with humans. We are humans and we need to be respectful of each other. All right. I hope that was helpful and valuable. If you have a topic you want me to cover, reach out, let me know. If I can help you, know I will. Uh, As always, thank you, thank you, thank you for being here, listening to the show, supporting it. I appreciate it so much. Check out more information and some notes over on the website, stephdennis.com. You can support the show by listening, sharing with a friend, monetarily, PayPal, or Anchor. If you have a second, leave a rating and or review. You can find me on the socials, stephdennis13, Instagram and TikTok, and then Instagram at careertalkpodcast as well. We are written produced, hosted, and edited by yours truly. You are so wonderful, so amazing. I hope you have a lovely, beautiful rest of your day. Bye-bye.